0: So you're telling me that basically this was a 100-year fight and they make a decision that fast? I'm not thinking that that was a good choice.
1: Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news, what's going on everybody this is Marcus and I'm here with my lovely wife
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shira.
1: okay I'm feeling a little silly but anyway man we are glad to be on another episode of the Black Mary Death Free podcast today uh if you're a new listener me and Shire are your one-stop shop for marriage and finance. finance. Yes, yes. So a little bit about us. We've paid off over, I don't want to, we've paid off six figures of, of debt. And we did that in 2017. After that, we started kind of chronicling the journey via podcasts and other social media. And really, we just talk to people who are doing similar things. We also chronicle our journey to I don't know what you want to call it, Shia, financial independence, early retirement, whatever. Just, just we're chronicling our financial journey as we build wealth. Uh, so, welcome to to anyone who's come for the first time. Shia, so how are your day going today?
0: Yes, welcome. I I like that um, intro, and I wanted to add that I believe a lot of our listeners are also on that same journey. Yes, and so it's like this community you yes. know we're we're going on this journey together i think that's the great part
1: i love that shire that that was very well put well I mean,
0: yes i thought you did you ask me how i was yeah, doing yeah, i don't you, even remember d- anywho yeah, i'm doing well that's good you know i'm doing well um hanging in there yeah uh it's a three-day weekend yes it's so a happy martin luther For king some. junior day uh, you said for some, so we understand that some folks don't get Monday off, but yeah. if you're listening to this podcast, you need to be demanding that you get Monday off. Oh, yeah, it's about time, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but we understand that some folks, you know, um, some places stay open 24-7, yeah. and that's your place, but, you know, enjoying this weekend. Um, how about yourself?
1: Yeah, I'm enjoying the weekend. It's kind of zipping by here, um, but yeah, like you said, three-day weekend, which is cool. I do have to work. Um I'm going to test out this whole work from home option that I've been given through my employer. So, I'm excited about that. Uh, So, yeah. I mean, everything's going You're only
0: three years late.
1: Exactly. Like, (laughs) three years after COVID. Most
0: of us are going back to the office. (laughs) And you're talking
1: about
0: working from home. But that's really exciting.
1: Yeah. I'm excited, man. Because, you know, I've been shy. You know, with us, I've been working nice for like eight years, nine years almost. Yes. And so not being with you guys at night, it's going to be cool to actually be in the house. So it's like when the kids go to sleep, they could just run in and say, good night, Dad, or whatever. Because, you know, when I was a kid, my dad worked nights too, but when he would, when I would hear him come home, you just felt a little more safe, I guess. Complete. Complete. Like,
0: okay, now we know everyone is home
1: yeah. safely. Yeah, you know, so that's a very, uh, I remember that feeling quite, quite vividly. That's so, yeah. great.
0: I will say, To our listeners that I do have some concerns Oh yeah you do And I I brought these concerns up And do we talk about therapy at all?
1: No, we gotta do a whole therapy <laughs> episode. We have to do tonight. an episode yeah, on
0: therapy. Yeah. Our therapist is literally trying to fire us right yeah, now. Yeah. I really felt like she was trying to fire us. I like, felt like that too. Like she didn't need to see us anymore. Yeah. And I'm just like, look.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you guys are doing great. It's like, well hold on now. Maybe I could conjure up. Let me think of something else we could talk about.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you know, I'm actually a little concerned with Marcus working home. I'm like, mm-hmm. when you uh you have a spouse who works away. You kind of develop a routine. Yeah. Even if you don't have kids, you kind of have a routine thing that you're used to. And I'm like, okay, how is this going to disrupt my routine? No, how right. is it going to disrupt your routine? Because yeah,
1: I got a whole nother life outside of here. like
0: That I, I don't know about.
1: <laughs> I mean, I go get me something to eat later at night. I've driven to Starbucks at 1 a.m. before. It's just like stuff that I won't be able to do or I'll. You really won't have a need to do, right? Yeah. I mean,
0: that's what I was going to say. I was going to say that food yeah. at home will have a whole yeah another meaning once you're working from home. Yeah. Um so anywho, but I'm excited. I'm excited for you. I'm yeah. excited for this change.
1: Yeah, me too. Me too. Well Shire, I wanted to talk to you about this story. Now uh there's been a recent development in the story. We never touched on the original So I'm going to give you a backstory. I'm going to give our listeners a backstory. Maybe they've heard of it. Maybe you've heard of it. But I want to get your raw reaction to what they, the the new uh, piece to the story. And we're going to have a deeper conversation on, do you think that was good? Um, I I heard.
0: You have to give me some more context. I'm going to give you all the context (laughs) you need. I promise
1: you. But okay. So let's let's just, let's just dig right in. So this is an article from New York Times, and it's uh, chronicling a family, right, that had beachfront property seized from them in the 1920s. So we're going to kind of go back, and then I'm going to bring you up to speed on what's going on. Okay. So L.A. County, I don't want to give you the, the title yet, because we that's what I want to save. Okay, so Shire, we have a family here. Uh, the Manhattan Beach site once housed Bruce's Lodge, a a resort established in 1912 by the property owners Willa and Charles Bruce as a place where black tourists, okay, could go to avoid harassment at a time of rampant discrimination, of course, 1912, I mean, uh, against black people in California. Side note, before I continue, you know. I, that just shows you how rampant racism was. Because out here in the West, I, I, I for some reason, you know, growing up in in Northern California, I just think like I know racism was happening in the South, but I always looked at California as this this haven where racism wasn't happening during Jim Crow, no, post no slavery. No, all that.
0: that is not that's, that's not crazy. it's not true at all. I think that racism and discrimination in the West looks different. Mm. It looks different, but it, it's it's still here. It's That's still a- here today. I mean, there was a recent lawsuit. I know that yeah. you're going a different direction, but there is a recent lawsuit, I believe, in Southern California, uh, probably Los Angeles County, where African-Americans were being harassed yeah. at work. And some of their superiors, uh, who were not white, let right, me just right, point right. that out, were uh, using you know derogatory terms mm-hmm. to address them. And yeah. they filed a suit, and they won, and wow. that was recently. So it it still happens. Yeah, and many times not not everyone has all the evidence to uh, to win a, a case successfully yes. in a court of law, but it's a lot of uh, covert, covert racism, right? And um, it does happen. But yes, I think there's this there's this idea yeah. that you know in the West it's. You Know there's no racism here,
1: yeah. yeah. It's almost like this was there a,
0: wasn't slavery here, we're right. all fine, we work together, and yeah. I mean, we both of us, I would say, grew up in a really diverse mm-hmm. uh community, and yeah. I think that we were lucky to, to have that because you don't get that in other places, yeah. Um, but yeah,
1: you know, as you said that it triggered my memory, like, except for LA though, like, I always I felt like LA is, has been racist going back. I mean, you had the riots in the 60s and the 90s. You know, Rodney King. So, like, LA was always still kind of like a place where I knew racism was. But, like, Northern Cali and stuff, I was like. The higher north you go, here? it only
0: gets worse. <laughs> it gets worse, shy. <laughs> it gets worse. Okay, but that's but a whole I, but thing. But I feel what you're talking to, yeah. what you're saying.
1: Okay, so this family had this beach resort, uh, beachfront resort, Shire, where black people would go and just. Wow. Just, you know what I mean? So, it seems really dope. Uh, it was known informally as Bruce's Beach. So, okay. it's really dope. Now, Manhattan Beach officials condemned the property in 1924, paying the Bruce's $14,500 and saying that they needed it for a public park.
0: They needed their property for a park.
1: So they inflicted what's known to many people in the real estate industry as public domain. Eminent domain. Em- eminent domain. Thank you, Shire. We're going to need to take this for you because we're, we're going to use it for the greater good of the community at large. So for those reasons, if you're building a community center or you're building some type of park or something, you know, they can it really gets legally, you know, if they come to you with that, it really gets hairy on the legal front and they can seize your property and pay you a little something for it. You know what I mean? I
0: mean, OK, Uh,
1: so that's what they did. They They took it. Of course, we know it was worth probably way more than that. Of
0: course. But
1: they ultimately the city ultimately left it undeveloped for more than three decades and the couple lost a legal battle to reclaim it the land was later transferred to los angeles county and now host a training center for lifeguards but peep this now this is this is when it got lit but three years ago nationwide demonstrations against racism three years ago george floyd 2020 right Mm -hmm. and police brutality led to a resurgence of local interest in the Bruce's family's campaign. And last July, after Los Angeles County and the California state legislator worked out the legal details, the county returned the property to the couple's closest living heirs, their great-grandsons, Derek and Marcus Bruce. Come on, Come y'all. On, I mean, Derek that's and just, Marcus. I mean, that's just a beautiful story, right? Now, there's a twist. But I want to get your thoughts thus far. What do you think about this story? It sounds like a beautiful, you know what I mean?
0: Well, li- listen, look look at this. It said, well go scroll up okay. cuz now I can actually see the article Marcus okay. has been saving for me. Um it you know, it says that the property was condemned in 1924. Here we are in 2023. 99 years later. Sheesh. It took 100 years to uh have this uh this uh property or this land excuse me returned to the uh to the appropriate family Mm -hmm. that's that's a lifetime yeah i mean it you know they said the closest living heirs so that means that the original owners have gone on to glory Mm -hmm. their children have gone on to glory right and now you have the grandkids saying hold on what what happened
1: yeah well Sheriff, this is what's happened thus far. Okay? okay. So since then, since July, the county, when the county released the land to the family, purse, uh, thing, different sources I heard,
0: mm-hmm. they
1: were told, you know, if you ever wanted to sell it back to us, we would, you could sell it back to us for a maximum of twenty thousand dollars to LA County. Twenty thousand? Or twenty million, excuse me.
0: Okay, twenty million.
1: Yes. Okay. If they wanted to sell it to outside uh entities, they could, you know, for potentially more. But some experts say there were some liens, some different liens, some different things, red tape that would have to be handled. Yes. Prior to so it was really given to the people. Here you could take it. I know you don't have the infrastructure to really use it, so you're you're you're, you're probably going to want to sell it. That's what most most people who get something from their from that okay, my grandma had this and I got this. How can I turn this into money? Right. That's that's kind of the what 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 the normal thought process is. So when LA County gave the family this, they knew that and said, "We'll buy it back from you for twenty million dollars." Okay. If you want, which 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 is kind of a lowball offer. If you want, if you wanted to sell it for more. You're welcome to. We've put some liens on there that the new seller is going to have to deal with,
0: though. Okay. Right?
1: The family sold it back to L.A. County for $20 million. So
0: they decided to sell it back.
1: Dumb. Great idea. Amen. What do you think? What are your thoughts on this? Because this, the act of them selling it back is Ray, is really with the conversation I want to have, Shire. Okay, should this family have kept this historic piece of land beachfront property in Los Angeles? Do you know what that, not only what they could have got for it, but what, how they could have used it? What they? I mean, did they do the best thing with this land? Shire? I want to, I want you.
0: Absolutely. To- they fought for this land For we said what a 99 year, almost a hundred year, uh, Uh, battle they won and what they won was the choice they won the choice to do whatever it is that they desired with what belonged to them their their uh was it their grandparents or their great grandparents at this point i'm losing track go back and see okay
1: let's take a look here great-grandson okay so their their
0: great-grandparents didn't have a choice it says the property was it was condemned it was essentially it was seized from them they lost control
1: yeah
0: they lost power over what was theirs and so yeah it sounds like a lot of the country was rooting for uh these two individuals and i think it would have been great if they would have kept it personally Mm. i would certainly have considered that Mm. i mean (laughs) i would have definitely considered that yeah but at the end of the day it's it's theirs and what they lost they lost power they lost control they gained power and control they won that back and what they do with it i feel is there it's up to them
1: okay uh 20
0: million I, i mean that's 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 significant
1: yeah and i respect your that idea and i think that makes sense uh, I'm going to just provide a different side of it. I, I wish they would have done something different with it.
0: Like I, what?
1: I think, and it's reported that they wanted to use the $20 million to fund other investments. Well, okay.
0: So okay. Oh, can I add a caveat? Yes. Okay. So, so if I was considering selling it, I would consider selling it back, but I would demand that they do something to honor that location. Okay. Now, you know who did a good job of this when we went to... Uh, Montgomery, when we went to the South, yeah. like there was a lot of, uh, you know, in this location, you know, X happened. Like something to just, to honor what that location is. Um, something to, you know, uh, honor it as a historical site, maybe rename the beach right. after the, the great uh, grandparents or the original owners. Do something in their memory. That That is what I would require, well, I would require that.
1: I agree, Shire, but it's funny you bring that up.
0: Okay. I
1: know you're not big on social media, but this has been blowing up social media in the oh, past Oh, I've never seen whatever you hours. have pulled up. Boston just did a memorial to Martin Luther King Uh-oh. and Coretta Scott King.
0: That don't look like Dr. King.
1: And everybody's in the uproar. They said this thing look a mess. It's what is It's supposed that? to be a photo of an embrace between Dr. King and Coretta Scott King. Oh, which is essentially they were giving each other in this photo a sideways hug. And the f- sculpture is just of their arms.
0: OK, and, it don't have to be a sculpture, And it this looks is-
1: extremely bizarre. Th- but this is, speaks to if you give the city free reign to yeah, do something, nice, do something to memorialize us. They might mess around and unveil some mess like this.
0: Okay, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, you got a point there. So. But my thing is like, let, let's let have some, let's not let the 100-year fight be in vain and just walk away with with only with only money. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Maybe that's creative. I, I don't, I don't, Damn. I haven't really been looking into that. I've never even seen that. Right. Listeners, wait, where was that at?
1: Uh, that was in Boston. And Boston? And it's been, it's been tearing up black Twitter. So now,
0: I don't know it's, about it's... Anyway, let me,
1: Right, let's right. let's stay
0: on topic. Yeah. Let's stay on topic.
1: But okay, that that's a good idea. Okay, Shab- so
0: I I cut you off.
1: No, no, you made a good point. Maybe do something to to commemorate the the place, and I think that's the, yeah, that would be fair. But so they wanted to take the twenty million dollars to fund other investments. So I get that.
0: What other investment?
1: Uh, and that's what I'm saying. Well, what are you a gonna wind buy stop? with it? stop.
0: No, let me stop. Okay, let yeah, me I was stop. like what you
1: gonna buy with it? Land. It's just like you, you had it. You had not only land you had land in one of the most expensive places to own land in the entire country but how would Probably they generate the entire world yeah
0: but how would they generate income like i can own a house say say my house is paid off mm-hmm. you know my house doesn't generate income for me if i own a piece of land the piece of land doesn't generate income for me what their great grandparents had was a resort mm-hmm. now it didn't sound like the resort is in no. that good of condition we don't know that family's background they might not have had the capital to you know maybe establish another resort to make it this uh and now like could they even make a resort for back black families or would that be considered see i don't know i think Child. it's okay where go do... ahead i'm cutting you off again. no this is beautiful i love that <laughs> i love this this is what
1: i imagine where do entertainers athletes the riches of the rich you know any part of the world Where do they all own a home at? In no matter where they live in the world, if you rich, you got a house somewhere in LA Mm -hmm. that you go to in the summer, potentially maybe even a house in like- Not this summer. Somewhere like Florida or Hawaii. (laughs) Yeah. But LA specifically, child, they could have built beach view condominiums, a slew of them, an entire subdivision or however many they could get and sold them things for five, $6 million a piece.
0: Well, they could have done that had their great grandparents been able to hang on to the land and uh, they would have revenue from a resort year after year. You know, Mm -hmm. if it was a successful resort, but they didn't have that opportunity because that was taken from them. So I think that we're making an assumption that because they had something that was valuable, that they had liquid capital um, to 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 make those investments. Yeah.
1: My, my my thing is, is you can use the land as collateral, Shire, in in many ways that real small mom and pop real estate investors do where they, you know, you use the home as a collateral. You do a, a uh, I'm using a HELOC as a, as a just, a, but you know what I mean? Trust me, banks and institutions will lend the, that. So they should have taken
0: money. on debt, Marcus. <laughs> or maybe sell a
1: piece of it. Okay, you are right. You're right. I don't don't know know, what they were doing.
0: Yeah, and I don't know how how large or I don't know how big the the property
1: This brings up this brings up. How much
0: land how much land was it? Like I'm not even sure.
1: Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. It was some acreage though for sure.
0: Yeah, and the other thing is if they sell it to the county, will they open it up for public use? Are they just gonna keep it as a lifeguard facility? I mean, we need lifeguards. (laughs) god bless the lifeguards the county do whatever they want
1: with it it's theirs again like Hmm. my thing is 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 this going back is this getting the call that slavery has been abolished and you can now leave and you going five miles up the road and then deciding it was better where where i was is this the children of israel once moses told pharaoh let my people go and pharaoh said all right let them go Is this the children of Israel murmuring and complaining and saying it was better where we were? Is that what this is? Did they go back to the plantation? I'm going to just put it out there. I know that's a bit hyperbolic, but is that essentially what they did by selling it back to the same people that stole from them? Mm. What's the psychology in that for you, Shire? Am I I reaching?
0: No, I think you have a point. You know, I'm also thinking about their great grandparents.
1: Come on, I Shire. think their great grandparents would Come be happy on, that they fought this
0: fight that that they that they fought yes. this this fight. Yes. <laughs> um. But you know, if I own a property and my children were able to like sell that for twenty million, and I. I I would be okay. I think that this happens on a on a smaller level for many Black families. Yes,
1: I was going here. For Shire.
0: example,
1: you're getting ahead of me, but I like it.
0: My great grandparents owned land. Come on, Shire. And it was not on a beachfront. Mm-hmm. It was in a small town. Um, maybe not the most you know desirable small town to live in, you know, per se. But it was still theirs. Yeah. And my great grandfather. Built the house,
1: was it awesome? He built some acres, yes.
0: He built the house, okay. (laughs) Not someone built a house and they bought it and moved into it. No, he built that house, and you know, they've been gone on to glory, God rest their souls for many, many years. Yeah, um, but I don't think anyone in my family had the liquid capital to do anything grandiose with the land. And it, it, let's just say the outcome is the land is now sold. Mm. And, um, you know, I don't know that anyone has any money left yeah. from what it was sold for. And so that's not generational wealth. Mm. Um, when I look at these guys, because of the value of the property... They might be able to. I mean, that's a good head start.
1: But sure, they could have got more for that money. A lot of really more fake for the experts land. are saying they could have gotten way more for that. But it was if, if it's almost like I'm going to get this to you and I'm going to tell you or it's almost like uh, if I marry you and I'm like, yeah, you ain't never gonna be able to get nobody like me. So in your mind, you just come back to me. You could go if you want, but I'm the best you're going to get. And then you come back because it's like, man, he's kind of right. Instead of actually like, no, I'm worth more than that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm going to do the, I'm not going to just let you kind of, you know, strong arm me. People are saying that's essentially what they did. So then they were just like, all right, we'll sell it back to you.
0: But who's like, when you sell something to the county, it's like taxpayer dollar. I mean, dollars, you know, so it's kind of like we all kind of paid for this. Right.
1: I'll give you that. But it's like, you could always get more money how it's, just, it's similar to like, like working a like government
0: how how do you get just 20 million dollars I'm, I'm gonna
1: draw a parallel okay to okay you working a government job which gives mm-hmm. you solid money pension this and that, it's solid or you take those same skills and you work in a private sector you're gonna get more money so it's just like dang why'd y'all have to just like why why couldn't you see past just selling it back to the, the city the county or whatever and say man maybe there's some private people that really was looking for this that has the capital to do something bigger that can give me a hundred million i need a hundred mil for that brief front property in, in la county oh man please man 20 million dollars and as our listeners are listening it sound thinking, like dang, 20 million is a lot of money 20 million is not what it used to be
0: are you thinking that they just took the path of least resistance the path of
1: least resistance like and this
0: is just the let's just do this it's easy we don't have to because it's the great grandsons
1: yeah I, um, I had zero dollars yesterday now I got 20 million yeah so I get it but I'm sorry you really took it there so I'm gonna go there with you okay I love what you said when you brought your uh, story into it about the land and stuff like that two questions should Should we be selling big mama's house should we sell big mama's house as a, as a collective you know and this could go for many people listening when big mama passes away and she leaves you x do we as the kids just sell it up divvy it up just by default or should we preserve it keep it should we do something different than the norm of just cutting it up but busting it down as as a drug game (laughs) you know as they you know or do we do something bigger with it okay Mm -hmm. because uh, I heard, and I heard Joe Budden say this. Why do we all we always be thinking about us and our generation? We never think about okay. I'm gonna just take a L. This this probably won't make me money. Like you said, I don't have any more money to put into this. But I'm gonna keep this in the family. And see what my children's children can do with this, okay. or what it, it may be, what it may be worth later. Why do I have to get my twenty million and let me flip it and get my investment? Okay, on?
0: there's a microcosm of go. the not a microcosm, but like an example of this that I've seen recently um, on the news where um, families were owning those like those brownstone properties in New York. Yes, I'm looking at your screensaver, and then that's what triggered it for me. Okay. Um, what are those three? Those Uh, three-story, three-story brownstone, beautiful homes. What was happening is that those houses have been in certain families that they were um, chronicling black families. Mm -hmm. They had been in black families for a long time. But those properties do cost a lot of money to maintain. Yeah. And a lot of them are being uh, sold and renovated and, right. you know, gentrified. And what was happening was the black families that own those properties, they wanted to do like a cash out refi, mm-hmm. like to get some cash. You know, this is an asset. They wanted some cash. They also wanted to like, you know, just have their house look as good as the other houses yeah. on the neighborhood. And the banks were not allowing them to take, you know, to take out any money. Um against their own property so i think there's this idea that if you own a house or if you own land that is instant wealth but if it's not generating you income then there are some barriers you know that exist um but to your question should we sell big mama's house my next question is did big mama have the finances to maintain the house Mm. was anyone helping big mama maintain the house and do the repairs and the things that that were needed um and then also, how many kids did Big Mama have? Right. You know, sometimes when you have a lot of children, as a lot of folks did in generations past, sometimes it's really it's hard, hard to to
1: mindset. come to
0: a consensus. Yeah. Yeah. Did Big Mama have a will? Mm. What did her, what did what was her, the her wishes? Or mm. uh, Could be grandfather. We saying Big Mama, but you know what yeah. we mean. Um, what was their wishes? Um, But I think it gets really complicated. I think it gets uh, really sticky. I think it's really easy for an outsider to say, uh, yeah, they should not have sold the land. They could have got more money for it or they're just giving it back. But you know what? They lost power and control and they regain power and control. And what they decide to do with their power and control, in my opinion, is up to them. And I would never uh, shame them. Yeah. For their decision. And a lot of us, we don't know what we would do until we get into that mm-hmm. predicament. That's
1: a good point, man. I mean, like you said, at the end of the day, I can't really fault them for for anything they did. You know, I just was kind of thinking like, man, you know, could they have done something better? But at the end of the day, like you said, it's, it's their choice. And I'm happy that they were able to. I'm happy for this story. I think that the this story has a happy ending. I just wonder, could it have been even happier? You
0: know, well, you know time will tell, yeah, time will tell. Mm-hmm. and um, you know, one of the things you started off this podcast uh, with was we were chronicling our journey to financial independence. Yeah. If you got a call and you some land was discovered and you can get there next week, I mean, it would be a tough decision <laughs> yeah. decision. yeah, you know, if you were put in a similar predicament true, um, I wonder what others are saying as it relates to this story. Yeah. I'm sure there's various thoughts, um, you know, when it comes to this, did you want to add anything? Cause I know you had asked me about, you know, big mama's house. And I mean, did you have any thoughts in particular?
1: You know, no, no, sure. I, I really just want to get your thought. But for me, man, I think you raised all the great points. It made it matters about, um, how many children are going to be, are involved with this, you know, what were the parents wishes? And because those, those, um, all of those things matter. Like maybe a parent gives it, gives it to one kid. And so now you have to work that logistics out there, or maybe, uh, you know, the kid, one kid wants to keep it and the other two want to sell it and split it. So it's like, what do we do? And Mm -hmm. in those cases, it's almost just much easier to sell it. Right. Or to give everyone their share and be done with it. Mm -hmm. But you know, I think if, if, if it's, if it's prime location, and you can justify like, yeah, we can sell it for this. If we split it up, you get this. Or in five years, in 10 years, if we do this with it and keep it, we can all make this over the life of it. You know, I think right. that's just something to consider. But every situation is different. And this is really unique because it's just nice land. Like It's not like it has something on it that is producing income like how you said. So, And like you said, too, a lot of times if you don't have the money to put into it that will get it up and running, like if if, it's, if Big Mama leaves you a tow up house that you, somebody got to put forty thousand dollars into in order to get it uh, uh, make it a cash flowing entity, a lot of times you're like nah.
0: nah yeah, man. and you know, <laughs> in a perfect world, you know, we would be able to rally behind this family, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking like they would probably be able to like raise some yes, money. But yes. you know, honestly, I think our community has gone through its share of crowd uh crowd share uh black dreams and sometimes things i'm not gonna call any names out but sometimes things haven't panned out Mm -hmm. the way Mm -hmm. that we would have hoped yeah and um i think it gets a little complicated one thing i will say is that you know they they won this this battle and you know we were talking about racism in California. Yes, it's still here, but I look at this as a as a victory for that family and also a victory for our state. Okay. And I'm just glad, you know, I really hope that this could open the door for other families yeah. and for other stories to be sought out and for other stories to be told. And, you know, I'm hoping I'm hoping that this, you know, could open the door for more uh more victories for black
1: families yeah yeah i think you're right shire the only thing that kind of saddens me just to touch is it's like what's the likelihood that a primarily black family-owned portion of beach front property in la will ever be obtained by by a black family like what what is the likelihood it's like when me and you talk often about we live in we, we we grew up in Northern California. We've we figured out how to you know survive and earn enough to keep us here and live a good life here. And the life we live here, if you transport it to another state, we may even live better. But then, what's the likelihood that you'll be able to come back because you've now left this this hyper inflated area, right? Mm-hmm. Comparably to to other parts of the country. Same with this is like you had the beach because you got it back on a legal tip because your parents got it years ago or your grand- great grands got it years ago. There, wh- how would you ever, how would a black family ever get that back now? Now, if they like, all right, we took this 20 million, we flipped it, we want to buy it back, that's gonna be 200 million dollars, please. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, what are the chances? And so, I think about it from that perspective. I'm just like, it saddens me because. It's almost no chance well, that you would ever yeah. own that acreage. Yes. That if area. you're
0: talking about an average black family, oh, I mean, obviously. Get LeBron you're...
1: James. I mean, can LeBron buy a, two acres in L.A. on a beach? LeBron, I mean, come on. I, I, I don't can. know. Child. I don't know. If they, if I don't
0: know. But we don't know that much about his, his great grandparents either. I mean, because yeah. we know, like, there is a history of redlining in California. But okay. yet, they were still able to obtain that property. So, I mean. Who's to say that they were average? I, I don't think that they were average by any means that yeah. they were able to accomplish that.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're right. This is a really interesting I feel what story. you're saying, though, Marcus. You know what I mean? I feel like...
0: what you're saying. And I, I hear I hear what you're saying.
1: But at the end of the day, man, you got to do what's best for you and yours. You know, we, 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 we're on the sideline watching and saying, oh, I would have did this. We don't know what we would have did, like how you said. So, <laughs> excited for this family, man. I'm glad justice was served. Come uh, on, justice. You know, and shoot. Hopefully, we got something out there floating around. I know. <laughs> we, we let's all look,
0: look. Let's all look <laughs> right. to see if we have a lost relative.
1: <laughs> right. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the Black Mary Jeffrey Podcast. Uh, if you did, do us a huge favor, leave us a five star review, y'all. We gotta get these reviews up. Uh, shout out to y'all, though, listening. We're at, we actually charted fairly high uh, yes. to start the year on the Apple podcast so I we in the investment category so shout thank out to you. y'all thank you keep keep downloading we're creeping up on a million downloads shot we Come almost did we almost there. so we're gonna highlight y'all on the next one we out peace bye